Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday. It is time once again for a Sunday with Schlegs. Our guy, Anthony Schlegel, it is the difference with the former Ohio State linebacker, and we are looking at the Buckeyes. 49-20 win, first road win of the season at Michigan State. As you can see, I'm in the uh, Michigan studio still up north after spending some time uh, with my colleague Berm in his house. So, nice. yes, I've, t I've taken over his studio for the day. But I still couldn't miss my Sunday conversation with Schlegs. Right. That's awesome, Berm. Hey, I know you're in the background, so it's <laughs> good to be with you too, man. And that was nice enough for you to open your open your home to uh, Austin, <laughs> though he's your partner uh, in this. That's something that you didn't have to do. And, partner uh, in crime. That's that's right. Did, and you did. But yeah, it is, isn't it crazy that this is their first road win of the season? And it's in week six? I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> But that's how yeah. it is now. So, anyways, that's a, it was a great uh, road victory. Anytime you go to East Lansing and beat Michigan State at Michigan State, though there were surprisingly a lot of Buckeyes in the stands, cool. it's still, you know, big-time ball. I remember in 2012 when we went there, and we, we all kind of jokingly call it the Chalice game um, <laughs> from Irvin, and, uh, and we end up winning 17-16. to 16. And I mean, it's just it's just a difficult place to play, and uh, but the Buckeyes handle their business. Yeah, I don't know what it is, Schlegs, about the East Lansing weather. It's as soon as Ohio State crosses the border, it gets windy, it gets colder, and and you had some of that Big Ten crispness in the air, and I think that makes what C.J. Stroud did with the football passing yesterday and the six touchdowns, and there was the one uh, mistake early miscommunication where Ohio State sort of spreading the blame around for that. But my goodness, some of the accuracy, some of the deep balls that C.J. Stroud delivered through that East Lansing win were incredible. Yeah, I mean, one that state smells like hot dog toilet water uh, <laughs> at, right as soon as you cross that border. Um, <laughs> and East Lansing is, is really no different. I, I completely, I'm joking. There's some beautiful properties that I'd like to hunt in the state of Michigan. Anyways, <laughs> that all being said, yes, it was very, very impressive. Besides the one hiccup, on whether or not he should have sat it down, band cover, choose to blame. Um, and those things are going to happen. And you know what, though? Like, you kind of want them to happen because that's how they play so fast. There is a there is a lot of ownership that is placed on the wide receivers to read defenses. I'm also thinking that's why you have guys that leave Ohio State and go to the league and have success because they know how to read defenses. It's not just we're here. Here we are running a route. Right, we're running a route. Why? And uh, and in that route versus this coverage, this is what I need to do within our system to set up for our quarterback, who's also thinking through all these things. So that's impressive in and of itself. But you're absolutely right. I think the the trust and well, one the trust from up front that you have time to run some longer routes is critical because our offense line is playing at a really high level. For a long time, especially in the past pro game. Two, you have wide receivers that have the ability and range to go get things, a.k.a. freak show that he is, Marvin Harrison Jr., <laughs> with his third three-touchdown game in seven games. It's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, and just his range is, is stupid in his body control. And then you have Mbuka, who, you know, had another huge day, had that real 69-yard touchdown. Uh, and Fleming coming along, and then G. Scott, but – you know, it it really goes to the fact that he trusts his wide receivers 
And he's going to deliver the ball where he thinks he needs to deliver the ball. And my wide receivers are going to go make the play. Yep. And and that only comes from practice and their relationship. So that listen, I've said this for a long time, and everybody's like, man, it's going to be really scary when they get these dudes back. I mean, there's only one football. So <laughs> how scary will they be? You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, when you get Jackson back, okay. Well, what does that do to the wide receiver room? There's still there's still one football. So will it open somebody else up? I think the biggest thing for us is coordinators have to now, from an offense perspective against us, defense coaching against Ohio State, what do we want to do? Are we going to stop the run? I mean, literally, and stack the box and put our guys one-on-one and have a fast death? Or do we want to play the past and kind of have a, we think we can stop the run with X amount of in the box, and we're going to take the slow pounding death where it could chew the clock up, but we're not getting beat 49 to 20. It might be 49 to 20. So, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, you really don't know what you're going to, what, how, how, how to play them. I think Notre Dame probably had the best game plan to keep it interesting, but I don't know what it's going to look like when you get everybody back because the dudes that are in have performed at an elite level. So, yeah, you could, I think, think you could kind of see some hints of what maybe Ohio State wanted to do with expanding the playbook for Jackson Smith and Jigba. They were doing that with Xavier Johnson yesterday, and he's a great story, cool story, former walk-on, but like, yep. he's also not Jackson Smith and Jigba. And it's like, well, let's make sure that we've got some of this in there and we can rep it for the other 10 guys because they expect that he's going to be back for Iowa in two weeks. And, you know, you'll have Mayan Williams back at that point. Mike Hall, as we sort of shift the attention over to the defense, I think that the snap count, at least according to Pro Football Focus on there, was seven sna- seven snaps for Mike Hall. Still working through a little bit of that health with the shoulder, but he still had two and a half sacks. And when he was out there, there was really nothing going for Michigan That's State. And those silver bullets as a whole, Schlegs, uh, you hold somebody to that that rushing total. I think that lives up to the standard that you all expect. Yeah, there's seven yards. I mean, rushing, 195 passing. I'll, <clears throat> I'll get back to Mike. My only concern, and I'll say it first, is because there's so many positives. Yeah. Again, we're just talking shop. The biggest concern for Ohio State is the perimeter in the secondary. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Okay. Uh, Brown and Burke. And I will say this, too. The coverage looks really – I mean, it looks really good. Guys are just making plays. Yeah. But – those are plays that they're going to have to make against elite level teams. And you have Jaden Reed, a smaller guy, able to go up and beat your best guy, uh, so to speak. Like that, that's troubling, especially when you get into the brunt of our season and into the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. So I think that our cornerbacks right now is the one area of concern. I think that Tim and Perry. Um, have have really done a good job because there's guys that have been out and guys are coming back in and just getting a taste of that live bullet. So again, it's not like this is like, oh, you know, level five, you know, (laughs) you know, whatever, right? Freak out about our secondary. It's not. Uh, But it is, again, being honest and real, as all of us are watching a game, like one-on-one in the secondary with our cornerbacks has been the one thing that you're, Concerned right. about. Okay. Off that, 
It also helps when you have guys that are getting to the quarterback fast and getting two and a half sacks like Mike Hall did in seven plays is pretty astonishing. Tommy was another game leading the, leading the pace. He had a half a sack. I will say this too about our defense. Even when you think our defense lost the edge, they're fast enough to then get the edge back. And I will also say that I've been very impressed with our open field tackling. I know people watch that a lot, but if they get a guy in the flat and he's five yards away from one or two defenders, mm-hmm. I think our our guys do a really good job of going speed to power, buzzing their feet, and making a play and understand understanding that I just have to get the guy down, you know, and just make yep. a tackle. And I think they do a really, really good job of that. So defensively, Michael, I mean, it's great. Our D-line is up, uh, has been playing really well. Linebackers have been playing well, kind of a quiet game for Steele. But again, in games like this, there's not a lot of opportunity when you only give up 202 yards total offense. <laughs> so, and they only had the ball for like 23 minutes. So you're like, all right, man, this is short work. You know, can I go hop on a special team to try to make a tackle? So, but anyway, it's fun to watch. So defensively, they're doing well. Uh, to, to your point there, Schlegs, there was a play early on in the first quarter, and I think it was third or three, something like that, and JT Tuimoloel got pressure. I think he got held twice yeah, on yeah. the play, and they were like, no, accept the penalty. It was like, we want to play one more snap. Maybe right. we'll get a turnover. Like, they wanted to stay out there because they knew it might be a relatively short day for them. Yeah, you got listen, when – you work all off season and you work all week during practice. You just want shots, man. I mean, especially <laughs> when you're good, <laughs> you didn't see guys going back, you know, decline the penalty a couple years ago. You're like, all right, get me off here, man. We finally got them off the field. You know, it's not like that. These guys are hungry. They want their shot to go make plays. And that's what you want to, you know, that's the one thing where even going back to last week and, and the whole punt thing, like, who cares, man? I love Ohio State playing with a little bit of an edge. I mean, we, we've all said it, and now they're doing it, and people don't want it. Like, yes, you want it. You want that moxie. You want that uh, – you don't want your guys to feel that they can just roll out the scarlet and gray, you know, the silver bullet helmet, and just say, hey, well, here we are. We're the best. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want that, man. You know, We want guys that want to go earn it every single week. And that's kind of what you have, man. And they're playing that way. They're playing fast. They're playing aggressive. And they're doing it humbly with e- with each other as well, too. You'll see this is this is one thing that's cool too, man. You'll see Martin Harrison talking trash to somebody when he just freaking mosses them. He does it, man. He just right. does it because I do that in practice all the time. And I'm gonna go talk <laughs> to my boys who gave me the shot to go to go do it. You know? Yeah. Like that's what I like to see, man. They're celebrating with each other, they're excited for each other, and they're playing really good ball right now. Okay, Schlage. So you've you've already talked about Marvin Harrison, three touchdowns. We've talked about Mike Hall. Two and a half sacks. I yep. assume that they are difference makers for Anthony Schlegel. Yeah. Who else is on the list uh, for that win? Yeah, you're just oh, trying okay. to make this really short because Berm's in there. He's like, man, we got things to do, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know the difference makers <laughs> is going to take 10 minutes by itself. No, we no, have to... it's not. You know, this is very, I mean, it's very, very quick. Like, you already said it. Martin Harrison Jr., you know, three touchdown rec- uh, receiving, three receiving touchdowns in yep. last seven games. Um, He's one. I mean, he's a freak. Yeah. I'm happy that we have him. I'm happy that he works the way that he does. Right. Uh, I can't wait to see him uh, for the rest of the season and however long we have him. I mean, he's, is he able to leave this year? He's just a huge sophomore, right? Nope, he's got one more year. Exactly. Like, what are we talking about? Like, get, <laughs> strap in, everybody. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, Mike Hall Jr., I like it because, one, he's number 51. Two, uh, he really is aggressive in the middle. That that also frees up other people like Vincent um, and Harrison. And then, like, the perimeter guys. Like, you have a lot of guys that can be interior guys, but then can also go put some pressure on the end, depending upon what you want to do, whether it's, you know, run or, or pasty or whatever. Like, you have multiples from the Rushman that you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those big guys up front open that up. And then I would say lastly would be our offensive line. Um, in the fact that, you know, they've been keeping CJ upright and we've been running the ball so effectively. I just think that's where it all starts. And, you know, Ryan Day has said it, and I, this is something that it's about, Ohio, uh, not Ohio State football, but just football in general. You always win up front, period. The team that controls the line of scrimmage and has the, the, toughest, the toughest, nastiest dudes are the ones that are gonna that are gonna win, in my opinion, you know. So because if you can, if you're if you offense or if your offensive line gives up sacks to the opposing team, like he can't throw the ball, he can't step in the pocket, he you know he can't do what he's doing currently, right? Right. So and, and vice versa, by us being able to run the football, it also opens up you know things for him in the passing game and the physicality of our backs. I'll say it too. I mean, Travion runs really hard. Our running back room uh, runs hard. It, I would say our running back room and our quarterback room just epitomizes competitive excellence that they talk about at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't know who's out there, but when they get out there, they're they're trying to go. And and everybody in that room is just making everybody else better. So it's 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 fun to watch, man. It's great great time to be a fan at Ohio State. And guess what, man? You got a bye week, and then you got a snoozer of Iowa coming in who. <laughs> Basically had three separate drives that you could actually lump together and still be minus 10 yards in a field goal drive. So that's what you have coming into the shoe. Uh, It'll be early. It's kind of mid-October, right? And then you got Penn State October 22nd. So, you know, if you want to miss that one because you want to go sit in a deer stand, I still probably go to the game because that chasing and that seeking phase isn't until later in the month. So... (laughs) But, be, like, but, that'll, but that'll be a good matchup, though, to see our offense versus their defense because because that defense, they play quarters a lot. They have a lot of zone pressure. They always are known for having a good defense. Like their offense, I, I, I don't see their offense getting over 150 yards. Yeah. But anyways. Schlegs, what, what does a team need to accomplish during an off date? Obviously, we, we've talked about it. They're going to yeah, get healthier. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you How do you manage it? What do you need to get done? Well, guys are going in. Um, let's see. So today is Sunday. They probably just stuck with the routine and like, you need to come in, uh, and, and take care of your business. You, they go in, they do like a, a light, you know, movement, uh, run type deal. They go work out with Mick. They're going to watch the game. It's like, let's get it behind us. That way we have some time. And then they're going to have some time off, uh, which they desperately need too. now. They're still going to school, but mm-hmm. you need some downtime where you're not necessarily in the woody or you at least have the autonomy to pick the time that you want to go to the Woody because you want to go do something else, right? So, you know, they need that. That will be next weekend. They'll have that time off. This week is going to be about those younger guys at practice to get them some live reps. So they'll probably have, you know, the main dudes go through a practice. They'll run a little script and they'll be gone. And then the older, the the younger guys will stay to get some live one-on-one competition reps, which they desperately need. Mm-hmm. And and that will kind of be this week. But while you're already game planning for Iowa and the coaches are already looking at Penn State as well. Right. So it's just a way of getting caught up. And 
really importantly too for the coaches to get out of the building and go see their family and have a little break. And it's nice that it comes literally in the middle of the season this year. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks when it's early. And it's okay when it's late if you're winning and healthy. It's weird. or You know what I mean? Like, if you're winning and decently healthy and you have that bye week late, that's okay because you've already went through the brunt of it and now you got a bye week, right? Yep. But right in the middle, kind of where Ohio State is, I think it's a good timing. I think it's good timing. Yeah. So get, it, some, get some health back. Get some guys healthy. That's that battery. old That's that old dilemma. Like, when does it come? Do you want to keep playing because you've got the momentum going? And right. I think there's probably a part of the Buckeyes that feel that way because they're playing really, really good football right now. Really and good. like, well, let's stay in the routine. But the other side is like, well, you do need an extra week just to make sure you get Jackson Smith and Jigba back. Mayan Williams needs that week. Mike Hall can use that week. Travion had to come out after he took that shot. It looked like towards his shin. He's had a foot injury that, you know, they've got Cameron Brown had missed the previous two games yep. uh, until coming out and having his ups and downs on Saturday. So, like, it's probably. They're probably like, yeah, we actually will take it. We would like to play, but we yeah. understand the value of, of a Saturday off. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those ones where the good thing is I know how our coaches are with our guys mm-hmm. and and being intentional in what you do with this precious time of getting better. Like that's, that's the number one thing. Guys that are already playing at a high level, you're fine. They're going to come in. They're going to watch film together as a unit. They're going to be ready to go against Iowa. But they can just, they can, you know, lengthen that study period. I don't got to go study for two hours. Normally I can study for an hour, but I got a whole extra week of studying that's going to equate that. So, yeah, you know, and really it's not for a fact of, hey, we got to get certain guys back. Because I'll say this right now. Said, hey, man, we got to get these guys back. That would be a slap in the face to the dudes that are already out there doing it. Okay. Uh, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, do you want them out there? 100%. But again, you know, Jackson had a really hot end of the season last year. Okay? Let's be f- tr- true about that. Yep. The Rose Bowl game set him up. Totally get it. All right? But guess what? It's now 2022. And Marvin Harrison Jr. and Abuka are those dudes. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, yep. being back in the mix, will he be fine? Yeah. I don't think that room is selfish whatsoever. Um, but the fact that you have to say, like, I got to wait a week to get this guy back. No, you don't. You don't necessarily yep. need them back. You know, you might need them later in the season, but you want those things. And like you like you mentioned earlier, Austin, it's good that they were able to get some of these combinations and pass routes or plays that we haven't seen recently in because those are kind of saved for him. Mm-hmm. And guess what, man? It's just next man up. And so that's kind of where we are. And I think Fleming, uh, he's done a phenomenal job. And there's other guys that are on the bench. Ballard, remember Ballard's game early in the season? Yep. You got dudes, man. So, anyways, is, are they are some of the guns that are out right now that are coming back special talents? One hundred percent. But I mean, don't sleep on the dudes that are doing it, right? So, I, I, that's I, a great. I, I, I appreciate their work. Let me put it that way. Yeah, no, that's a great point, and uh, they always are on the difference. That's Anthony Schlegel getting that insight. We love it. We love to hear it. We love to have it. I don't know. We're not taking a week off, are we? We still, get, we still have a Sunday with Schlegs during the off yeah, day, right? Why not? What, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about this right now. Hey, listen, anybody that sends this in, I want you to hit up uh, A Ward Sports and say, give us some topics and questions to talk about next week. And All right, we'll, we'll hit them up. That sounds fantastic. All We're right, so next next Sunday, the difference with Anthony Schlegel will be uh, your questions. So hit us yep. up with those. It'll be a Schlegel mailbag. Funny. 
Make him good and funny. Okay? And I will answer all of them. Very well, yeah, when he says people. he will answer anything, he will answer anything. So ask away. Anyway. We'll get those, <laughs> and we'll, we'll do that for a special off-date edition of The Difference with Anthony Schlegel. This one was not an off-date. Well, I don't know. 49-20. It was, an, it was a big win for the Buckeyes. They put a lot of work into it, and they yep. deserve the rewards for it. Um, anything else, Schlegs, or are we done? No, that's it, man. We're done. Appreciate you guys watching the podcast. You guys have a great week. Attack and dominate. All right. For Schlegs, I'm Austin. We will see you next week.